Movie Pass, ticket to New York's Indie Art House Cinemas. We all know the rules of Movie Pass. One movie per day. And, well, yeah, that's it. Seriously. After a slight ordeal, I found my bright red card in the mail one Monday morning, which can only mean one thing. Time to play catch-up. That means get cozy with the local AMC theater because we have Murder on the Orient Express Monday, Ragnarok Tuesday, Justice League Wednesday, Blade Runner Thursday, and Lady Bird Friday. Right? Not necessarily. We've all heard the story of AMC's frustrations over MoviePass's system and their subsequent inability to shut it down. But what we haven't heard about is the wealth of New York art house and indie movie theaters that are also in the MoviePass roster. And that can only mean one thing. A listicle of awesome movie theaters to check out. The IFC Center. Originally called the Waverly Theater, built in 1937 and home to only one screen, this humble theater brought many foreign films to the neighborhood, especially the Italian greats of De Sica and Fellini. But it wasn't until the 70s when it really made its mark as the original home for the cult hit, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, where it ran midnight showings for years. The Waverly was also home to many other cult and indie films throughout its run, but the theater space did close down in 2001. The doors would remain closed until 2005 when it reopened as the IFC Center. After some more renovations, the IFC Center became home to two additional screens in December of 2009 making it the five-screen haven for documentaries, indie features, and late-night cult films that it still is today. The Quad Cinema, New York's original multiplex cinema circa 1972 and newly renovated as of April 2017. One key upgrade, besides the 4K Barco and Christie projectors and the new Norway imported seating, is the Quad Bar. A great spot to socialize before or after screenings, which range from retrospectives to new films. The space itself hosts a First Encounters series in which a notable New Yorker is invited to choose a film that they have never seen before and enjoy it with the audience. The screening is followed by a talkback with the notable guest, and past guests have included Greta Gerwig, John Turturro, and Kenneth Lonergan. BAM Rose Cinemas Much more than the average multiplex, the Brooklyn Academy of Music hosts everything from films to music, theater, dance, and even live broadcast of operas from the Met. BAM's rich history dates back to 1861, making it America's oldest performing art center. After converting its grand music hall to accommodate the silver screen, well, four actually, in 1998, BAM continues to show off its ability to withstand the test of time with ease. Lincoln Plaza Cinemas Unassuming at first glance, this basement theater space has been running foreign and independent greats since its opening in 1981. But rather than carrying notable classics in rep, Lincoln Plaza focuses on the new filmmakers of today and unites them with their audience through many Q&As. Lincoln Plaza is definitely one to keep tabs on because it often showcases films you won't find playing at other theaters. You can still catch the oil-painted feature Loving Vincent and Dee Rees' Mudbound, among others, today. City Cinema's Angelica Film Center 
A long-standing center for independent and foreign films, the Angelica first opened its doors in 1989. It's been immortalized for me as the place that I first saw the Italian masterpiece, The Great Beauty. Like the Lincoln Plaza, the silver screens are located in the basement, but the Angelica also hosts a spacious cafe on the main floor, complete with tables, booths, and decorated with classic movie posters. The Walter Reed Theater Film critic Vincent Canby hails at Manhattan's most attractive and most elegant movie house since the Roxy, bridging the gap between art and commerce. Opened in 1991, the Walter Reed Theater was the original home for the Film Society of Lincoln Center, and it still operates under its curation. Side note, the Roxy Theater was a near 6,000-seat movie theater just off Times Square that ran from 1927 till its demolition in 1960. However, its legacy lives on as a hot new theater space in Tribeca carries its name today. Stay tuned for an article on the Roxy Cinema next week. The New Kids Film Society of Lincoln Center Lincoln Center's landmark center for the film world, Film Society's Eleanor Bunin Monroe Film Center, opened in the summer of 2011 and is home to two silver screens, an amphitheater, and a cafe. In addition to curated screenings of retrospectives and new films, FSLC hosts the annual Chaplin Award, the New York Film Festival, and publishes the bi-monthly Film Comment magazine. Nighthawk Cinema One of the first of its kind, the Nighthawk Cinema opened in August of 2011 and brought with it the emergence of fine eating and strong drinks as part of the cinematic experience after overturning an age-old liquor law from the Prohibition era, mind you, that banned alcohol in movie theaters. Nighthawk hosts many film series from midnight movies, new horror, to a kid-centered program called Little Hawk Friendly. The Metrograph. One of the trendiest new theaters to hit the New York scene, the Metrograph opened its doors in high fashion to an audience including many celebrities from Dustin Hoffman to Greta Gerwig on March 2nd of 2016. And it hasn't let up since. The second floor restaurant and bar proved to be a dimly lit haven for date nights and deep musings on the future of cinema alike. Not that they're mutually exclusive. The Metrograph also hosts a bookstore opposite the restaurant and is home to rare biographies and film journals alike. The Alamo Draft House Known for its in-theater dining, the Alamo Draft House is Brooklyn's hotspot for current movies, artisanal beers and cocktails, and a full dinner menu all under one roof. Open on October 28, 2016, the Alamo is one of the newest in the line of hip movie theaters. It also features specialty screenings curated by month. December includes Gremlins, Iron Giant, Elf, Meet Me in St. Louis, Wolf Devil Woman, and Christmas Evil. You know, to name an eclectic few. So Movie Pass is pretty awesome. It makes going out to the movies on a tight budget possible. But the movie's only part of the experience. The theater you go to, who you see it with, and where you dine before or afterwards makes all the difference between a night out and, well, just staying in bed watching Filmstruck. Or Netflix, depending on the night. New York's a mecca for theaters rich in character and history, and the history is still being written today. The renovations to New York staples and new movie theaters prove that we're in the middle of an indie arthouse renaissance. 
And now that these theaters are a part of the MoviePass repertoire, they're all the more accessible. So sure, if it takes some less than subtle data mining to make all this possible, well then that's fine by me.